Good morning. You are listening to Ross FM. I'm your host, Kira Lawless, and this is Good Morning, Ross Common. And today in studio, I've had some fabulous guests, but right now I'm joined by another very intriguing guest. It is Hazel from Hazel Rocks Jewelry. Hi, Kira. Good morning. I hope you're well. Yep. It's so fabulous to have you on, but tell us, I suppose you have a workshop coming up this weekend. Yes. Saturday. Um, yeah, my first workshop since lockdown. Um, these have been held up since lockdown. So on Saturday, we're going to be doing the first uh, wire and gemstone mini work, mini tree workshop. Everyone's going to get to make their own little mini gemstone and wire tree. Um, there'll be a selection of gemstones to choose from. Um, it's going to be a day just to get away out of your headspace, chill out, have a bit of crack, have a laugh and just... Um, make something beautiful for yourself that you can bring home and enjoy or re-gift so tr- I suppose and t- tell us Tracy about these beautiful gemstones because guys if you could see right now <laughs> I am surrounded by the most beautiful little trees and there's so much work gone into these there is they take a, they take a bit of time but it's a real kind of a, a love as well of creating and crafting and it's an exercise in mindfulness once you start working with the gemstones, you really kind of go into nearly um, a whole different... You're zoned out of all the noise and the everyday, you know, things that get on your mind and distract you from what you really want to do. So we're going to spend a day and just take the time to enjoy the experience um, and just get away from everything else and just enjoy it. I'm, I'm telling you, there's incredible work on in here. I can look, there's a stunning one um, for everybody listening in. It's on a beautiful rock. And it has this, it's a beautiful um, tree. It's like tree of life. It is, yeah. It's this representation yeah, of the tree Yeah, a tree of life. life or a bonsai tree or a wishing yeah. tree or some people call them money trees or you could mm. consider them like a family tree. Um, you know, it's whatever interpretation you put on it. But yeah, there's a, a lot of work goes into it and a lot of love. It's incredible and all the lovely little crystals. I suppose for listeners listening in about the tree of life or I suppose a, bit of, a little bit about the symbolism behind it, I suppose, or the reason I suppose you choose the trees well trees are kind of um, going back to ancient civilizations in nearly every civilization and culture there is a tree or a tree of life um, in the culture whether it's um, the ancient Norse where Odin hung on the tree of life for nine days to gain on his all his knowledge wow. the ancient Druids had the oak as the tree of knowledge and tr- for them it was very very important um, in some uh, European cultures they have the tree of life and they see it as the roots go down into the underworld the trunk goes up and we then grow up through the branches of the tree to ascend into higher realms as well so whether you see it as that or whether you see it as a tree as just something beautiful growing in nature that we can mm. that goes with the seasons and flows and moves and creates beauty regardless whether we you know for itself well, regardless and Tracy, you have a massive depth of knowledge about all of these things and the study and the hours of work that you've put in to understand all these things and the crystals and the choosing um, of these because they're incredible and the, the amount of detail that's gone in. Can you tell us, I suppose, about the process when it comes to choosing the, the crystals that you use? Um I'm somewhat addicted to gemstones and crystals <laughs> at this stage, I have to admit. <laughs> I have to admit that. It's necessary. Yeah, it is. It's it is. Um, people often say you should get this stone or that stone. Mm. I think go with what sings to your soul. Beautiful. When you're looking at gemstones or looking at crystals and people say, well, how do you know that? It's the one that kind of comes into clear focus. The rest will go sort of soft focus, whether it's the ugliest rock or the prettiest gemstone. Mm. Whatever sings to your soul is what you need at that time. 
You may need one thing today, you may need a labradorite today to help your creativity, to help you break out of all cycles. Tomorrow, rose quartz could be the one that you need to help open your heart chakra and to mm. accepting love and love of the universe. And people people change and grow, so therefore what you need in your gemstones will change and grow as, as you go through your journey. Absolutely. And I suppose for the workshop, is the kind of what kind of crystals will you be mostly working with or will there be I suppose a, a different array of crystals there will be a whole plan? selection of gemstones and crystals to you so there's yeah. going to be lots of different agates amethyst there's going to be rose quartz beautiful aventurine in green aventurine green aventurine is known as the luck stone so they say it's the stone you should bring with you if you're going to do the lottery that we can't guarantee <laughs> we can't guarantee you're going to win you're um, going to have hordes now of people coming <laughs> <laughs> um, there's going to be emeralds opals um lots and lots of different gemstones to choose from they all have now the only thing is for people coming if you need glasses mm -hmm. for close-up work because the gemstones have a tiny tiny drill hole um, sometimes it can be hard to see so yeah avoid the frustration bring your glasses with you bring your glasses with you yeah. um, I think it's a, an amazing um, mindfulness it I is. I'd imagine this it is. really, really is because you really have to concentrate on what you're doing. Mm. So all the other noise of your daily life just tunes out. Tunes out. So you just kind of sit, enjoy it, and you actually do feel so much lighter because you feel all the stresses and the worries just kind of floating away once you're kind of working with your gemstones, you're working with the wire, you're working with your hands, you're concentrating. Um, it really is a whole different thing to if you're working in an office or something all day and you're in your headspace. This is something you're getting back to working with your hands, to creating, to crafting, um, to just enjoying what you're doing. Absolutely. I know you've all different types. I have another one sitting here in front of me and it's an adorable little cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. But without giving too much away, I suppose, what's the plan, we'll say, for Saturday as you kind of... Is there certain things that you want to make or is it um, the the tree that you have there on the stone the larger yes. one um, it's stone is the the gemstones in that one are labradorite so we're going to be making that tree now uh, I'm going to be making a selection I'm going to be bringing a selection of stones mm. uh, and rocks that I have found that people can use to mount their tree on that but I mean anybody coming if you have found say a nice stone or a nice rock or a nice piece of wood or something Beautiful. that you found out on a walk that you want to mount your gems, your tree on you can bring that no problem at all um, we're going to start around 10 o'clock um, start with it uh, it's not difficult it's not hard work it's not like you really have to you know be exceptionally concentrated yeah. um it just takes a bit of time it's a little bit fiddly but once you get in on it you can get in with the flow it's just very very easy to do so we're going to start around 10 uh we're in the Crohan visitor center in what Tusk. amazing venue it's very appropriate spectacular <laughs> yeah it's easy to get to uh, from regardless where you get from I mean queen may have kind of chose the spot well didn't she <laughs> oh really yes, she really knew yeah, her stuff didn't yeah, she yeah she did indeed <laughs> the people working there are fabulous they are so knowledgeable about um the heritage and history of the area um they're so friendly and so helpful. They really can't do enough for you. They've also got a fabulous tea shop and a cafe. Their Correct. cappuccinos yeah. are amazing. <laughs> amazing. Yes. So massive shout out to all the Roth Crohn um, staff. I have to say, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. They're the most enthusiastic and they're very passionate out there. They are. They really, they really, really are. are. And they're kind of uh, very humble in their, mm -hmm. in their passion and their knowledge. They don't kind of... Yeah make you learn they're yeah. kind of wanting to to help you to understand i mean they have their museum there they have their tours um and their 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 visitor center as well and the gift shop um so yeah it's definitely definitely recommended as a place to visit yeah 
Absolutely, it'll be fabulous now for the on the day. It will. It's going to be lovely. Yeah, there's oh a great God, energy about amazing. the place. Yeah, Fa- it's lovely. It, exactly. Yeah. I'm just looking here as well, and, and the lovely little the beading and the different knots. I suppose I might ask you a little bit about that as well. I suppose when it comes to the the wiring, the twisting, is that the, something they would have done rest with back in traditional times? It's yeah, wires? yeah, definitely it is. It's a very simple technique. Um, mm. It's what would have been used. They go way, way back. Even say, I think in the Viking times, they would wow. have used twisted wires and all that king in their de- in their decoration. Um, in Celtic, um, they would have used twisted wires as well. But they, they would have used twisted gold wires, very fine wrought gold wires. Wow. We're not going to be using gold tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sorry to have to say, we're not going to be using <laughs> real okay. gold tomorrow. Um, but yeah, the use of wire and twisted wire and twisting uh, wire and gemstones to create beautiful things has been going back definitely going back through the centuries yes definitely so what we're going to be doing tomorrow is for anybody who would have made tiaras um, it's called a tiara twist technique that we're going to be using for making the little trees so it's it's a fairly straightforward but you use a lot of wire and a good few gemstones and it's yeah, it's just a really lovely, lovely thing to do. And I, I you know, I'm really passionate about it. We had a workshop booked um, just before lockdown, so it had to be postponed. So I'm really, really excited now to be getting back to, to share this passion with um, with other people out there. Absolutely. And I think it'll go down an absolute huge storm, I suppose, for a lot of, I suppose, you know, kids would probably really enjoy this as well. Kids probably Similarly. would, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never thought about teaching it to kids because it is that bit fiddly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. Maybe it's something to think about with kids, you know, in summer camps and that kind of stuff. Maybe at a later date, yeah. I think so. I suppose the power of crystals. But for anyone listening in, maybe and they're not aware about crystals or gemstones, what mm-hmm. made you really fall in love with them? Oh, um, I started making jewellery. Again, I probably said this before, but I didn't mm. know that ordinary people could make jewellery. I really, really didn't. I know this sounds yeah. silly, but I thought all I made in factories are little old men sitting at a bench who'd learn from their fathers and their fathers <laughs> and, their and, fathers. and their fathers and it was a really closed shop. So when I discovered that I could make jewellery, I was, you know, enthralled. And I started learning about um, making jewellery and doing every night class and day course and Saturday class and everything I could find around the place. Wow. And it was using, say, glass and uh, acrylic beads and that kind of thing. And it was lovely. Yeah. But then I discovered that I, me, sitting in my little corner in rural Roscommon, could actually buy and use real gemstones. It's like, oh, my God, the whole world has opened Opened up. It's unbelievable. Gemstones from all over the world. Wow. You're literally touching lives from all over the world in the gemstones that we use. That is incredible when you do think about it. Yeah, it really is, yeah. These stones have been in the ground for thousands, some millions of years. Wow. Yeah, some of them, they've dated, they've used zircon. It's Ratnakiri zircon from Cambodia. And they have had to redate the age of the world, the earth, from this gemstone. For carbon yeah. dating of this gemstone, they've discovered that the, the earth is older than they thought it was. Wow. Yeah, yeah. My God, so your whole, your, when you think about it, we're wearing pieces of history. And we, we are, don't yeah. Realize the exactly, yes, that. exactly, yeah. It really opens, yeah. that opens a, a huge debate there, doesn't it? It certainly does, yeah, yeah. It we're really touching really so many lives, people who have, say, dug the gemstones, who mm-hmm. have cleaned it, who've carried it, who've washed it, who've drilled it, who've made it into the beautiful shapes. Wow. Um, you know, so it all goes through, and I mean, I use ethically sourced gemstones as well. I have a company yeah. that provide them. Um, they also have a charitable foundation, so they put money back into, say, yeah. um, programs for food programs for schools, things like um, products for girls so they can go to school, and um, things like that. So that kind of makes me feel a little better in feeding my gemstone addiction. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's absolutely worth it, and they can be so healing for people. Exactly. I suppose, yeah. 
Yeah. What are, well, I suppose, what are some of the experiences you've had with crystals? Or have um, you kind of, I suppose, what's the feedback as well, maybe been like from people that have purchased your pieces? Or? Um, a lot of um, the jewellery that I make, um, a lot of it is um, it's a little one-off pieces. Yeah. So I'm, I love the, the, the wire work jewellery. Now that I've learned how to do wire work, um, I love doing that. And quite often, a lot of them are rather big statement pieces. Yeah. And because they're statement pieces, the gemstones might be larger. So people do, even people who have never any interest in gemstones or crystals or healing or anything like that, when they pick up the piece, they can sometimes they kind of go, oh, wow, what have you used in this? Is there mm. some sort of a, is it plugged in or something like that? For a lot of people, they can actually feel, feel a sort of an energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a vibration. Um, but I mean, first and foremost, as jewellery, it has to look good. Yeah. So it's got to be something that looks good that you're going to really, really want to wear. And then if it's going to do you good as well and make you feel better, then that's just a really an added bonus as well. So, um, yeah, a lot of the people, they kind of people would kind of maybe want gemstones for different things yeah. um, for for calming. Amethyst is very good for for calming. They call it nature's stress reliever. Okay. Rose quartz as well is a very um, it's a very calming stone as well. Um, it's very good for grief. Wow. And people often find that just holding, uh, say, a rose quartz heart, uh, be it on a necklace or a pendant just in their pocket, that just that physical manifestation of holding something um, and the, the soothing energy of the stone is support, it's healing and everything as well, yeah. Incredible. Yeah, lots of things like that. That's amazing. And all the different colours, I suppose... Roughly, I think, I'd say you've worked probably with hundreds of different types of crystals here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see, if you could all see um, Tracy right now, you can see how she just glows when she yeah, talks about yes. the crystals. <laughs> you can see how much you love it, but I think that's Absolutely the, passionate about them, yes. That's the, But I think that's the beauty of um, bespoke businesses, is that you can see how much you guys, there's so much love that flows yes, into the indeed. work. Yeah, indeed. So it's not the love. kind of mass-produced. Mm. Um, I mean, even if I'm making, say, a pair of earrings, yeah. I might have to un take out maybe 40 gemstones of the same stone to look through and find two that are similar enough wow. to go through and find a pair of earrings um, to match um, because each gemstone will have slightly different markings and because most mm. of them are hand cut they will be slightly different they're all supposedly a, a uniform shape and size but there will be slight differences so to make sure that it's aesthetically pleasing as well as everything else yeah. You do take the time to, to look through, to sort through them and to find those that look the best. Hugely. So a lot of time and energy and positive energy goes into that as well. You do, you do like that little dinky tree. Oh my God, it's so cute. <laughs> I, can't keep pick, I, I can't stop picking it up. And it's copper wire. Yeah, that wire, it's, um, it's gold-coloured, silver-plated copper wire, yep. God, it's stunning. And she's a little adorable cup here, guys, with lovely little daisy on it. Oh, it's so beautiful. They're going to have so much um, fun, uh, I suppose, working on these in the workshop. Yeah, yeah, you'll start yeah. from scratch. Um, everybody just basically, it's mm. just wire and uh, gemstones, a couple of pairs of pliers. The most tools you need is your hands and your concentration. Yeah. So it's just get back down to working with your hands. And I think for a lot of us, we've kind of lost that connection with working really and did, creating with our hands. Yeah, we have done. And I think with lockdown as well, a lot of people came back to crafting, whether it's knitting, crochet, painting, whatever. And we kind of um, need that connection as well with ourselves, with nature. Um, it's just a bit of time to take out of your normal routine, a break, a bit of headspace, basically, if mm. nothing else, and make something beautiful, something you can be proud of. 
that you can put on your mantelpiece and people can come in and say, oh, that's pretty, and you go, oh, yeah, I made that. And you feel, you know, a glow then as well of pride when somebody compliments what you've made. I think so. And I suppose for, for those of us listening in that might not be necessarily great at the crafting side of it if we want to commission a piece or order a piece off yep. maybe that's like a necklace or you do the earrings as well and yes. she has fabulous earrings <laughs> on her right now they're lovely Thank and you. I like that they've lovely green little, I'm going to call them green tails with their yeah, tassel, yeah tassel tassels, earrings yeah. yeah tassels are very very popular um, I mean they're so lightweight you don't even know you're wearing them yeah wow yeah, they're lovely. And these have gemstones as well. So you got the, the pop of colour from the, the tassel and you got your gemstone as well. So, yeah, just kind of uplifting. And, and they look good. Again, you see, the jewellery's got to look good and feel good. Absolutely. So if we want to purchase maybe one of the, or commission a piece, um, how do we go about it? Okay, you can contact me. I have a website. It's called hazelrocksjewellery.ie uh, and it's hazelrocks, all one word. Yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook on as hazelrocksjewellery. Um, or you can message me, whatever, yeah. Lots of ways to get in touch. Tracy, it's amazing. I think you're super, super talented. Again, I'm going to ask you the types of crystals that we have here in front of us. Okay, the little tiny, uh, that one on the stone is called Labradorite. They call it the Aurora Borealis stone because if you look at it, it's got little flashes of colour. Yeah, I was just going to say, you can yeah. see lovely, it's fabulous, guys. Yeah. You can see lovely pieces of blue when you look into them. Yeah, they look a kind of a, a dull grey stone, but when you look at them, you actually see flashes of greens, of blues, of different colours. One of the legends uh, about, the, about the Labradorite is that... Um, an evil sorcerer had trapped the beautiful souls in the rock. He wouldn't let them ascend because they wouldn't do his bidding. And a warrior saw the um, the lights glowing in the rocks, cleaved the rocks with his spear and freed the beautiful souls. And they ascended and created the beautiful, uh, the aurora borealis in the sky. Wow. And in gratitude, they left some of their colours in the rocks in gratitude for being free. And that colour in the rocks then is what we know as Labradorite. What so a story. All those, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many legends and stories behind all that. It's in so many different gemstones. Um, that even that's fascinating as well by itself. That's incredible. And yeah. this one here in the cup? That little stone is, um, they're called garnet. So garnet is a birthstone. And um, it's a lovely kind of a, a deep purpley pomegranate red, those ones. It, granite, or garnet does come in other colours, but the most common one is that kind of purpley red. Um, and one of the Greek, it's, one of the Greek legends um, behind pomegranate is it's linked to the garnet stone linked to garnet because Persephone spent three months in the underworld um, and all she ate was, was pomegranate seeds and pomegranate seeds are meant to be uh, for passion and love so garnet is a stone of passion um, of love as well I mean it could be pa passion for whatever you do is not necessarily um, love passion but it's passion and interest in whatever you do and again, that little tree is tiny. It's only, what, is it even two inches high? Oh, it's adorable. Tight going two inches high, It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank you fabulous. so much. Yeah, I had those Absolute little mugs and I figured I'd want to do something something with it, yeah. And, and this the other one. tree here then, uh, the one that you like Oh, is my God. They're all just, you've got a real, but they're so natural. That's a lot yes, of them. They're not yes. tacky. They're super yes, natural. Yes, exactly. You see sometimes ones in different places and you have maybe two or three sprigs of wire and a, a lump of a stone on the end and it... It doesn't look pretty. These mm. are, would look lovely as homewares, you know, on your coffee table, on your mantelpiece. You know, you're not going to want to hide them away. 
and they're so natural. I love the way you as well. You've really like embodied that root aspect. You yes, can see the exactly. Roots of the yeah, trees. exactly. I don't like hiding the roots. I think the roots are an integral. Without the roots of the tree, you know, without, without the stability, the roots of the tree, the same as ourselves, you have nothing. So it's the roots, our roots as well, our connection, um, that gives us stability and connection and grounds us really. And the gemstones, working with the gemstones, can be really, really grounding as well. Absolutely, and you've got the beautiful rocks and the lovely little... That's a crystal as well, the elephant. The elephant is green aventurine as well, yeah, that's a little hand-carved elephant, yeah. Uh, the rocks and the stones are ones I would have found uh, just going for walks over the, the fields and over the lane. So they're all local Roscommon rocks. Beautiful, absolutely powerful. So again, I suppose, remind us all the date of the workshop. Okay, the workshop is going to be uh, this Saturday, that's Saturday the 15th of April. 15th of April. Uh, we're going to start at 10 o'clock, um, Tea and coffee is included. I'll have a large selection of all the different gemstones for you to choose from, a selection of different colours of wire as well. Uh, And I'm going to be bringing a few small stones and rocks that you can mount your your, your gem tree on when you're you're finished. Um, Everybody's going to make something different. And what I think is fascinating about all these workshops, whether it's jewellery or trees, everybody has access to to choose from the same things, but nobody makes the same as anybody else. You can see everybody's personality, their their interest, what they're drawn to in what they make. So everybody's going to make a completely different tree. It's incredible. They're going to be absolutely beautiful pieces. Um, guys, you really need to get your tickets now and get there to the <laughs> workshop. I'm just looking at the lovely rose quartz tree and you can see there's such energy in those rose quartz. The tree is literally moving itself. Yes, it is. It, is. it does. It <laughs> literally kind it. of the vibrates. It moves itself. vibrating. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just amazing. It just, is. It's, it's lovely. incredible. Yeah, there are um, still a few spaces left on the workshop. Um, so you can book your, your, your place in the workshop at www.hazelrocksjewelry.ie. That's H-A-Z-E-L-R-O-C-K-S jewellery.ie um, or you can get in touch through Instagram or Facebook and I can send you a booking link there either. Fabulous. Well guys, do go and get your tickets now. Hazel, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you in Thank the studio Thank you so this much, Kira. It's lovely to come in and finally meet you and to show you my gemstone trees. Absolutely, they're absolutely <laughs> incredible.